What's happening, everybody, and welcome to this, another edition of the Dell and Keith Show. I am Derry Kernan, and as always, I'm joined by my very good friend, Keith Anderson. Keith, how you doing tonight, mate? You all right? Yeah, I'm all right, mate. Not too bad. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Good, good, good. Um, pretty, pretty, um, to be honest with you, looking, looking ahead, I know there's obviously some trepidations and stuff like that, but I'm pretty much... Um, excited about, you know, the direction that, you know, potentially this could lead and obviously the, the news out today that um, Michael Beale has um, became the 18th manager of Rangers Football Club, so that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about today um, and obviously last week Keith, when we when we were when we were talking about um, Gio's, Gio's um, departure we were talking about potential, potential guys coming in and I think at that time you know, I sort of broke, maybe broke that he was, he was sort of favourite um, to take over the job. And then there's been, there's been quite a lot of silence, but Bill always seemed to be the favourite in terms of the board, didn't he? Yeah, you're, you're right. It was, I think it was quite evident early on that he was the favourite. And then there was a lot of, a lot of quiet. And it's probably just been negotiations between us and Bill and his backroom team and QPR and then, us negotiating, trying to get rid of um, probably Dave Voss and Roy McKay and all that because you know there's been the announcement of you know from the club all the best geo but nothing for the for the rest. So I, I would imagine there's still some negotiations ongoing there to get all that tied off. So probably been a lot of uh, a lot of meetings and backroom stuff and all that trying to get all that sorted before announcements. But obviously, as you say today, to no surprise of anyone, I think uh, it's been announced. It's it's official. Deal's in. And like you were saying, it's, it was quite interesting, that wasn't it, that they said that, you know, the board said, this is just something quickly, that they mentioned Gio was leaving, but they didn't mention the rest of them. I don't know. Obviously, none of the players were in or anything like that during this time. They had a couple of weeks holiday and they went back to training today, which mm-hmm. is quite nice time. And then I think it's been announced now that, obviously, all those guys, all Gio's guys, Dave Walsh, Roy McCarthy, et cetera, are all, have, all, have all left the club and Michael Beale will bring in his... Um, his He's, he's new staff now, but just sort of Keith. Obviously, we've had a we've had a bit of time since we last spoke. The two years were sort of we obviously we spoke about a few other candidates and stuff like that. Now you've had a bit of time to think about it. Has your has your mind changed at all about Bill? I mean, are you, you know, are you happy about the appointment? You know, because I think they had obviously they had a concerns. You know, just how relatively inexperienced he is. Um, and and the role. But do you have has your mind changed at all on that? Or else are you quite Obviously, we're going to back on no matter what, but has, has your mind changed at all? No, no. I mean, as you say, first and foremost, it, it does, um, it goes without saying, but I'll say it anyway for the avoidance of doubt, it is very much, a, he has 100% of my backing. He's the Rangers manager. I want him, us collectively, the players, the, the club, everything to be successful, right? So, um, yeah, he's got, he's got nothing but my backing, but um, I, I, I don't feel excited. I, I, I've no... I've not felt any excitement at all um, at the announcement, and I don't, I don't know. I've got a lot of reservations, as we spoke about the last time, and hopefully he proves me well wrong, and I look like an idiot, you know. And he, he probably will go and uh, I think he'll go and have a good management career. I don't think that's in doubt. It's just a matter of is now the right time for for him to be at us, and that's the bit I'm worried about. Is that it, you know what we need right now, and what where he is in his career and and, and his experience and development. I'm not sure. I think it's, it's a big risk. I'm I'm not convinced it's it's the it's the right time for this matchup. But 
is, is done now, right? Um, we'll see. And I think three and a half years, I, I literally read that on my phone and, and said it loud to myself and, and, and a, you know, nobody in the house with me. Um, I was like, oh, but they never learn. Uh, it seemed like quite a long contract, which was an interesting thing for me. Yeah. I'll sort of go back to what you said about, about be, you know, Bailey not being, you know, you're not really, I mean, you're, you're going to back him, obviously, but you're, you're Aye. Just, uh, never, it's, it's, it's at least. Aye, I'm, I'm, I'm sort of on the opposite. I'm, I'm, I'm really looking forward to him coming in and what he's going to bring. I think he's going to inject a bit of spark into this team. I think he's going to bring in some of these new, some, some hopefully some decent players in there and maybe revitalise him. But I think it's just, I'm fed up of seeing this season particularly of us playing shit football, <laughs> which is what we've been playing all season. Um, there as well. So I'm excited for something doing something fresh, whether that's, you know, I'm, I'm you know, they said the reveal are just excited about a new manager. I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that might be a wee bit, you know, um, a wee bit coming coming down the line there as well. But I think he's going to bring a lot of freshness in there. He obviously knows the players, which helps, I guess. He knows how these guys are acting. Plus, he is. I mean, he's often admitted that he's a, you know, he is a Rangers fan and he's been, he watches all the games. He was here a couple of weeks ago, he watches all the games. So he's obviously been watching the games and seeing how some of these guys have been playing. Aye. acting and responding and I think that's only a good thing whereas you know someone coming in who hasn't obviously had an eye on is I think that's only going to be an advantage for, for Rangers in terms of what you were saying about the, the contract or the three and a half year contract when I seen it I was like whoa that's a big that's a big contract you know we've well, as I said we gave you a three and a half year contract and we've had to pay you you know technically two and a half years wages to you know they'll um, be, be like two and a half years wages when um I think they're two years wages, so we've had to probably pay out to him. So we've paid out that plus all his backroom staff. So it's a big expenditure. But then you look at it the other point of view, from the manager point of view, he wants a bit of stability in there, you know, you know, a bit of, a bit of reassurance, I guess. So it works both ways in, in, in terms of that side of things. I, I suppose we could be trying to protect ourselves as well, right? Because mm-hmm. Bill's already got a good reputation and obviously the Wolves job is, is well documented and, and spoke about. So if he comes in here and has a good six, eight, nine, twelve months, whatever, you know, and you've only got him on a twelve month contract or something like that, then you know he, he could get pinched from somebody down south. Liverpool come calling or whatever, right? Obviously, maybe a bit dramatic there, but you know what I mean. Somebody comes and we don't get a penny. They just go, well, we'll wait three weeks to end these twelve month contracts. So it does, it does protect the club a little bit as well. You know, the same with players. You go, he's got two years left on his deal. We can command a good fee, kind of. To a lesser extent, but I suppose that the logic still applies to a manager. But I, I don't know. It just seemed it seemed excessive, if I'm being honest. Yeah. But you know, yeah. it's almost a bit like the club. Like you have, have, you, have you not learned from your lesson? But I guess they're just trying to cover every avenue, aren't they? Various You've got a positive attitude when you when you you can't. I suppose you don't want to appoint a new manager being like. Right, we'll give him a six-month deal because we don't really expect this to work out. You know that that would that, that that's that's not what you want. You want the club to be like we've got every faith in this guy, so we're cool giving him a three and a half year deal, protecting our asset, and gives us a position of strength because of course he's going to be a success. I suppose if you look at it with a positive mindset, then it, maybe it is, but probably is the right thing to do. But I don't know, just as a fan sitting on the outside, and like you say, with, with the geo deal just done, you think oh, with eighteen months will be the end of the world. But I don't know, maybe it would have. Yeah. Discuss these. Well, let, let, let's have a wee talk. Obviously, we've talked to we talked last week about his sort of his inexperience in the job, and he's only been at QPR for 
what, six, six, less than six months. During that time, he's gotten them up to eighth in the league. I'm sure it was. They were in the playoff spots. Well, they're just below the playoff spots. They were about the playoff spots for a number of weeks there. Um, in terms of the game, he had a record of he played 22 games, won nine, drew five and lost eight. So it was a percentage of about 40, 41%. One percentage in there. Um, the one thing I have to say, no disrespect to QPR, but this is a totally different kettle of fish that he's, he's entered into. And I think he knows that as well. Um, but it's, you know, it's this is probably going to be, obviously, it's the biggest job he's had to date. But it's just, he's, he's going to have to, I think, I think he will, because he's obviously been here before, but he's going to have to change his whole mentality. And he's going to have to change the players' mentality as well, isn't he? Aye, aye. Like you say, I mean, it, well, first of all, it's a mad league, man. He's been there for like five months and he's played 22 games or something. That's nearly a season. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, but they, they do play like three games a week down there in that championship, didn't they? They just yeah. get through the games. But anyway, um, no, he is. And I think for all of my my trepidation or, or concerns with the appointment, I think the, the, the main caveat is that, you know, I'm probably judging Michael Beale that left Rangers. Um he's went away and had experience at Aston Villa. He's had his own team and his own experiences at QPR. If he's learned and came back with a different mindset and a slightly different um, approach to the games and the tactics and you know what I mean? Like he's evolved then absolutely that's that 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 might be what's what carries him to success here, but he does need to evolve definitely because the Michael Beale that left Rangers, first of all, role wise obviously it speaks for itself, but you know, when we talk about you talk about you want something fresh and and exciting and and all that and, and a better way of playing. Well, you know, it's not that fresh because he was here a year ago and he's came back. So you could you could argue the freshness point and a lot of the same problems that we've had under Gio, we had under under Gerard and Bill. They just got a wee bit worse because the team wasn't as fit. Uh, th- this year is 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 kind of my rough interpretation of it, but similar problem. So you know, he he does need to come in. With that, that evolved mindset, he is the man in charge now, and he needs to find a way of getting getting something different out of the players, changing their mentality. Because again, most of the time, fifty five season aside, most of the time there's been deficiencies in their mentality, and that that's that's a big thing that needs addressed um, within the current squad and hopefully in the next two windows to get get that refreshed ahead of a, a full challenge next year. Yeah, yeah. One of the things that's important, and it was it was important to. Gerard and a number of background team is sorry, a number of managers is the guys that they've got behind them. Uh-huh. Now, Michael Beale's obviously announced he's brought in somebody you might know, sort of, who being a being an Arsenal supporter is Neil Banfield coming in, um, who was an, an Arsenal, he was one of the coaches here during Wenger. So he comes in with quite a bit of experience. He's got in a set piece coach now as well. Um, I think the guys at Harry Athletes, he's done them, and I can't remember something, but he's came in as these. He's come in as the he's coming in there as the sort of set piece coach as well. So having someone in there like that, obviously Bill's obviously going to think long and hard about the guys he's he's got coming in with him um, in there as well, isn't he? So he's he's got I guess he's 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 no daft pretty much, but he's but he's, he's he does have a big job like you said in terms of mentality to get that sort of back up there. Ah, no, I think it's an interesting interesting um, parallel to Gerard in a way, and that. You know, part of the problem when Gerard came in, a lot of people went, "It's no management experience," and then they went, "Ah, but it's Gary Mack beside him, who's been a manager and been in the game for ages and coaching, for, you know, at different levels and and whatever." And okay, maybe not the best, most experienced manager ever, but Gary Mack had had some of that experience, and, and like you say, Bill's 
backroom team. There is there is quite a bit of experience in there. There's some specialities in there. The boy for Arsenal had a had a very good career at Arsenal. Um, he, he did well with the, you know, working his way up through the youth setup, um, and then into coaching as part of Wenger's staff for for a good few years. Um, and I think he carried on after Wenger left. Actually, still in the kind of first team coaching staff setup thing. So. No, definitely um, some some good pedigree in there and, and plenty of experience, which might just you know kind of combat Bill's lack of experience. I see a lot of fans getting excited about the um, the set piece coach. Um, what I would say is, first of all, let's see what he's got, and um, it'll it'll probably take a bit of time as well. You know, if you expect Rangers to all of a sudden never concede a goal for another corner for the rest of the season. I think it's probably a bit of an ask on, on the fella. So, you know, like, let, let's get excited maybe, but let's just temper it a wee bit. I don't think he's, you know, the guy's not going to be Jesus, I don't imagine. No, 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 definitely. Definitely not. And, it, you know, it does. And you're obviously bringing someone in with that experience there in Neil Banfield, who's very highly respected. And mm-hmm. Michael Beale's highly respected as well. And I think that's only going to help him um, as well. There has been a lot of talk of people wanting, you know, like, you know, Cole Shaw to come back in and the Rangers fold that I was bringing in. You know, something that a lot of fans were crying out for before was bringing in, you know, an ex-player, you know, Scottish contingent in there as well. You know, we still don't know because obviously he's only got announced today and he's got, he's got his, I think there was about Gio and about five of his staff left today. Um, I think the only one that's left is uh, Colin Stewart, the goalie coach. and He seems to have met lights in a cat him. He's been about for a while. He's been through quite a few managers now. Um, he was there with Gerard, and then he got Gio, and then he turned into the set-piece coach as well. So hopefully he won't be the set-piece coach anymore. He can just focus on the goalie um, side of things as well. But uh, Michael's, Michael Bale's also going to bring in a couple more staff members, I think. Do you um, think, on that, do, do you expect to see a, a Scottish guy in? Because like you say, that's been muted. I mean, that was muted. Pedro needed to get somebody, and it was like, well, he's got a Jonathan Johansson who used to play here, and, and then Gerard. You know, you 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 should probably get somebody. You got Gary Mack, uh, Geo. You need to get somebody, and he didn't. And people say he paid the price for it. So it's been a you know it's been a topic of discussion for a, for the last four managers now. Do you, do you think he's going to go and be like, right, Barry, get yourself off the couch, fella, and, and get in here and make sure they know what it is to play for Rangers, or do you think he's just going to be like, nah, man, I'm 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 sticking with the guys that I know from my career, um, and we're we're going to do it my way. Well, I hope it's no Barry Ferguson. First and <laughs> I think a lot of people do. I was just, it was just the first thing that popped into my head. But I, uh, you know what I mean. I think in terms of that, I don't think it would. I don't think it would do any harm. Obviously, he's got experience with some of the Scottish. Obviously, he's got experience playing in, you know, being part of a coaching team in Scotland and stuff like that. How I have it, and I think he knows what it means. You know, you've seen him in one of those forum games at Parkhead, getting technically taken down the tunnel because he was ready to swear go John uh, John Kennedy. Um, mm-hmm. You know the Celtic coach at the time. You know he was ready. The data were ready to come to blows. So I think he knows what it's about. Having someone in as well, maybe you know he kicked them up the arse isn't going to be you know isn't going to be the bad thing. And having someone like a, you know, I know a lot of people were shouting for Kevin Thompson because he was there obviously when when they were there. He was the B team manager when Gerard and Bill were were there um, as well. So you know, I guess someone like that. I guess he knows them. You know, Kevin Thompson's been there, done that. You know, played played in the shirt. You know, I don't think it would, it would help. It, it wouldn't handle the situation. Um, Aye, I, I like I like KT as a, just as an example. I know you, you might want to talk about other people, but but KT is I I do on the whole like him and and uh, you know and, and would listen to what he says. But I think 
What I found really interesting about KT is he's he left Kelty Hart, Kelty Hearts, right? And yep. where did he go? He's not done anything, has he? No, I think he was expecting a bigger job when he left them. I think he was expecting to get in the maybe like you know, because he'd done so well with them. I think he was, I don't know if he was expecting like the Higgs job at the time for Tottenham because as an ex Hibby and, you know, Lee Johnston got that job, but I was going up to a, you know, a Dundee or somewhere like that, you know, a sort of bigger team, you know, sort of progressing up. But since then, since the left with Hart, he hasn't had another job again. Um, and I find doing, that... Rangers TV and doing his academy. Aye. I find that interesting though. My, my question would be, why not? Yeah. Because, like, Scottish football is quite... Everybody knows everybody. Do you know what I mean? Like, everybody knows everybody. KT's got the profile for his playing career. He played for Scotland. He played... Like you say, he was captain of Hibs. On, like, I think he played for him two or three times. Um, you know, had a good career at Rangers. You know, had had success there, winning stuff, doing well in Europe. Um, played a bit down south. So he's got a range of experience. Worked with Walter, you know, was, was his manager. Coached alongside Stephen Gerrard when, when, he, when he was at the B team at Rangers. You know, like he's, he's, he ticks a lot of boxes. So then you go, well, why has nobody, why has nobody done that? Makes you think maybe there's something that the community of uh, inside Scottish football knows that we, as you know, Joe Public on the street, don't. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one with Kevin Thompson. How no one's really picked him up, um, and how no one's took him because obviously Kelly Hart's took well. I don't know did they take a chance on him because he was well in his trade. Technically, they were because he was inexperienced. Um, same with same with everybody. Same with we're taking a chance on Bill and we took a chance on Gerard, um, and there as well. You know, he was inexperienced, but he done a fantastic job to the league title, and then I he gave up, which was which was interesting. Ah, he should he should have stayed, and maybe maybe he has had ten offers, and he's just like no, and you know everybody's after him, and he's just waiting for the right deal. We we don't know. I, I'm not his agent, so but it's just I don't know. It just seems a curious one to me that. You know he's he, he's chucked it there probably at a probably a wee bit of a bad time maybe a good time who knows what was going on behind the scenes um but certainly a, a, um uh, it's an intriguing one why is why he's not in the game for me why is he not coaching is is interesting here's a, here's a cheeky question for you about Bill did he not back the rules job because he knew he was getting the Rangers job in a couple of weeks time um. Listen, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, who, who um, knows? I think, uh, if we, if we think that this world to think that, actually, I don't think it's you know, sub to think, no, you know, I, I think it would be, it would be more naive to think the Rangers hadn't spoke to him until after Gio was, was sacked, put it that way, right? They, they'd obviously sounded him out. Now, I, I think the Wolves job in isolation. Could be looked at as a bit of a basket case, if I'm totally honest. And I, I don't, I don't know. I think even if Rangers don't come calling, I suspect he doesn't take that job anyway. So I don't know that it it, it explains it as in that's the only reason. Otherwise, I'm sure he would have taken it. I don't think he would have. I think he's a loyal guy um, to QPR and whoever he's working with. I think he's genuinely a man his word. But it, it sounds like by all accounts, he'd said to them when he took the job, like if Rangers come calling, you know that that's my. That, that's my get out of jail clause yeah. thing, you know. Rangers is, is the special one. Anybody else, like Stevie Gerrard, would have done for Rangers. I'm sure there was a if Liverpool come calling clause, he gets to just disappear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I, I think there would have been something like that. So I, I don't know. I, I think it's easy to say that. Well, maybe not easy to say that. And it, it, I'm sure Rangers were talking to him, but 
I don't know. I don't know. I think he would have turned Wolves down anyway because it's a tough old gig, man. Um, yeah. And he wasn't long in QPR. But what do you think? Do you think it was only that? I think Rangers had tarted him up and he was like, ah, I'm waiting for the big one, mate. Sorry. I think it was a, maybe a wee bit of both. You know, it was a bit like, you know, he knew that he knew that we weren't doing well. You know, obviously, the, during that time when he got offered the road job, we'd been chucked to the Champions League and get scalped off Liverpool and scalped off everybody. And, you know, not doing well in the you know, it was a bit up and down. We we drew a lot. You wanted him up. We kept him until we did. So I think he maybe you know had a maybe if he didn't, he hadn't been sounded out. He'd probably been aware like this job comes up. I could be in the running for the Rangers job. So and I guess if he well, got the real job, there was no chance he was going to come to Rangers. Um, so would have been. Let's go one step further. I know. I think I think it's interesting. Let's go one step further. Do you think? that somebody at Rangers, whether it was one director, whether it was Ross Wilson, whether it was everybody, said to Beal when he left, look, you go and branch out on your own and we'll come and get you at some point in the near future. We want you back. You're maybe just no ready. You go and get that wee bit of experience and you're, you're our next guy. We definitely want you down the line. It'll be soon. We just need you to go and get a wee bit more experience first. Do you think we, we even started, you know, started that mindset in him? And that's why he's going into QPR with that mindset. Do you think we already done that when he left? No, I don't think so. With this board that we've got, I think that... Give them too much credit? Yeah. Give them far too much credit <laughs> than what they've got. Let me, um, I, think, I think, you know, in terms of, if, if you look at the, the Gerard appointment obviously wasn't this board, that was Dave King, and that was, that was a big appointment and it was a risky appointment as well you would say but mm-hmm. I would I would feel like the these two appointments that this board have had in Geo and Bill were the two obvious choices I would say. Um Gio was obvious choice at that time. That was who everybody wanted. Um as well he was out, he was at a job, ex Rangers player as well, so he came in and he knew the club and everything like that. Aye. Bill's Bill's the set from not an ex player, he's an ex coach. He was the one that you know, was an obvious favourite out of everybody that was linked with it um, as well. So I think they've had easy rides, but also that helps that, you know, Michael Beale does love the club and he's obviously spoke very highly of Rangers only a couple of weeks ago when he done interviews and stuff like that, saying it's a massive club, you would be silly to knock it back, you know, it's it's not a football club to and I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. anybody that we get in, you know, we've seen people who don't understand how big a club Rangers is, um, like Pedro, you know, stuff like that as well, who don't, you know, who don't know anything about the club when they come in um, as well. And I think even Gerard to an extent didn't realise how big your club Rangers were until he sort of came into the, came into the fold. Ah, degree, aye. Mm-hmm. As well, so it is, I think it all adds up for him. Um, I was reading that, that Bill was director's favourites bar one who wanted to go for Dice but then Dice would basically said I'm holding out for a Premier League job which is fair enough you know in terms of in terms of what he can he can bring but there's no one else I thought other than other than be able to get in and them you know like I said I'm, I don't know if I've still got that wee bit of love for the 55 season I don't know if that's sort of blinking in my Myself, but I'm, I am Keith, I am pretty excited. I mean, I do like Michael Beale, I'm a wee bit of a fanboy about what he's, you know, the tactics that he brings and just the fluidity of the team and, you know, just some of the football we played that season was just sensational, was sensational, particularly some of the European games that we played, you know, the free-flowing football. Um, 
it was it was outstanding. Some don't get the goal. Some of the games were cross, and we did, you know, we did get through them. You know, just get through them. You know, like Livy away and stuff like that. But I'm really excited to see what he can do on his own and mm-hmm. what he brings on his own as well. You know, this is um, you know, he's not got anybody there. He is he's a full guy now. If you know if anything happens, it falls on him. Before aye, aye. he could sort of sneak away and hide away into the into the distance, it's all on Gerard's shoulders. Uh, it's an interesting dynamic. I think you know that 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 change uh, it it will make or break. Do you know what I mean? Some people, it's uh the shackles are off. I'm free now to do what I want. You know, um, and other people they, they get scared by it. Like like you're saying there is like oh no I've, I've no protection. Do you know what I mean? Like you you've got to you've got to look at the the pressure and the, and the responsibility as a privilege. Do you know what I mean? And if you do that and you've you've no fear, it's just like. Well, here I'm enjoying the privilege. Do you know what I mean? And I'll 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 take my my uh, credit and um and my slaggings when I when it, you know by my own decisions. That's fine. Uh, if he's got the courage, then I'm sure he'll be fine. And I'm sure he does, right? Otherwise, you know, he's been in football long enough and he's intelligent enough. Um, then he obviously has confidence in himself to go and and take the job. And as a manager in general, which is is really what we're talking about, but especially at an institution like Rangers, he's obviously got that belief in himself. So now nah, he'll be he'll be loving it. He'll be like, yes, man, I'm free to get in about this. Probably ideas that he had, you know, back then that maybe Gerard was like, ah. Uh, no, that, I don't think that's right or whatever. Now he can go and, and try it his way and see if it works. And listen, it might not, but hopefully it does. One of the things as well with this, with, with the board, Keith, I was thinking about as well, that I don't think that they were probably thinking now we should offer him the job a year ago when Gerard left. But mm-hmm. always, I, I, I've heard that they never... Never actually spoke to him during that time and stuff like that. So now they're sort of <laughs> a bit like, oh, well, yeah, aren't you fancy coming back now? And obviously he spoke so highly about the club. But I think this board were, you know, as soon as Gerard left, I don't think they actually considered him. I would, I would have liked to have considered even, do you know how when, when then Gerard left as well? I was like, at least keep Beal until the Hibs game, you know, the semi final. Mm-hmm. If, if we kept him to then, I think we would have won that game. Um, obviously that game they had who was it Dave McCallum the B team and Defoe was there as well and stuff for that so it was uh, Defoe was on part of the management team that day and it was just that nightmare of a of a 90 minutes to watch um, as well but I think if they you know they done that you know stay and get the ship and see what see what happens I think you know he could have been our manager you know obviously if and butts and, and things like that as well but yeah, I, I just think it. With the board, I do like I said, I do like the appointment, but I do also think it's a it's a lazy appointment. Um, Aye, it's the same as as Gio. Gio was a favourite. It was it was an easy choice. So I think again, it's an easy choice for them to, to bring Michael Beale in. And like I said, I'm, I'm not like I said, I'm I'm, I'm not. Just, I'm 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 really happy that he's coming in as the next the next Rangers manager. I'm really excited to see what he does. But in terms of the board, I do think it's quite a a lazy appointment, um, to be honest with you. I don't think they I think that I've seen the press thing say that they spoke to, we'd like to thank all the people that we spoke about the job. I doubt they hardly spoke to anybody about it, to be honest with you. I mean, they, they, they probably, you know, guys like us fired in CVs or screenshots of 
football manager saved, <laughs> saved games and they emailed them back and said, thanks for your interest in the role, but you know, we're, we're going in a different direction. That That's for me, I, I agree with you, man. They, they spoke to Bill and that's probably about it. Maybe one director insisted to speak to Dyche and he's, 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 he's gave that line back that you just said, which, by the way, just a quick pause. What's he thinking if that is what happened? Because, like, we just spoke about Wills, Villa, Bournemouth, um, I'm sure a couple of other Premier League clubs have changed their manager and nobody's phoned Sean Dyche. So I, 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 who's who's he expecting to give him a phone? Do you know what I mean? Certainly that's going to be any bigger than Rangers um, p- competing to win stuff and, and getting into Europe and all that. I think um, if that's been his, his, his uh, out-the-box response, it's pretty short-sighted and pretty stupid by Sean Dyche, in, in my opinion. But listen, maybe I'm yeah. a biased Rangers fan, but it just seems bonkers when there's been a, a few changes a manager and he's... It doesn't seem to have been anywhere near any of them. So, yeah. Premiership's telling you they're not interested, mate. Start looking elsewhere. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's my career so advice to Sean Dyche anyway, whatever that's worth. But, um, <laughs> what, what was I? So, no, I, I think um, I it pro- probably is a, a bit of a lazy appointment and I don't think they spoke to anybody else, if, if I'm being honest. Yeah. So, over the next few days and obviously a few weeks, Keith, obviously we still get a bit of a break because of the World Cup going on. The next game is the friendly on the 10th and then Hibs on the 15th. And mm-hmm. Obviously, we can't sign anybody until January or get rid of anybody. So, he's, you know, for at least the next couple of games that we've got in there, we've got to keep with the, the players that we know and obviously up to the, probably the Celtic game, which is the second, because no one will come in before then unless, unless he's short off the tail and getting some business done now. What do you expect to see? change in the team, Keith, compared to the way the jail plays? Do you see them getting a lot fitter after Toxic? Do you know, is there anything that you see, particularly the Bill going on his past experience, what do you think he might do, first of all? Um, I mean, it's, it's an interesting point. I think the big question that we're all going to have that we'll not know about until the 13th or 14th of December is, who's back, really, you know, and, and fit enough to start against Hibs? Because I think um, bodies will dictate and, you know, love them, hate them, whatever. Um, you look at the last couple of games under Geo, you know, St Mirren and all that sort of stuff, we still should have won, not going to dispute that, but you look at the team, it, it wasn't a team that any manager in the right mind would ideally pick if everybody was fit, do you know what I mean? So th- th- there could there could still be some injury challenges that will force hands into making, well, you can't change it back for because you've not got anybody else, do you know what I mean? Like, who knows? Um, if Croatia go far, you're not going to have Borna. You know, if Croatia get to another World Cup final, you're not going to have Borna back, for example. So who do you play at left back? You've still not got Yelmaz, you've not got Borna. Well, you're starting somebody for the youth team and you're starting Leon King at left back and hoping for the best. Or, do you know, like, it, it could be, it could be Beg, Borrow and Steel Town. So I think the, the availability of players is, is, going to, is going to dictate, just like it did under Geo. And we don't expect everybody to be back. So I think that, that's the first thing I would say that makes it really tricky. But, you would hope there would be a fitness improvement, a wee mini pre-season, get them, you know, they're back the day, get them running hard for the next the next few days and build up a bit of fitness that will carry them forward. Um, and also just give him a chance to, to do some stuff uh, tactically on the pitch. Hopefully he'll be able to get a bit more out of some of the boys on the fringes, like your Kents and all that, that have been have been poor. Maybe, maybe he goes in, gets a wee arm around them and, and gets a wee lift at them. Who knows? Um, but certainly I think we'll see some tactical changes. Um, which we can talk about in a minute. But what, what do you expect from him in the first instance? I, I, like you say, it depends who's, who's fit. 
Um, as well, obviously, I'm, I'm a, we've already got a number of close relationships with the guys in the team, like like Goldson, like Kent, for example, Kent at Liverpool um, as well, and he was one of the ones that was interested in bringing up the Rangers. So, uh-huh. You know, maybe having someone like him back, maybe do Kent the world a good, you know, and, you know, because probably, arguably some of Kent's best football was, was under them um, as well. So it'd be, that would be... I'd be interested to see. I would like. I would love to. See, I'm, I'm really intrigued to see what he does to Morelos, um, because the country's not looked into the schools of language, but he's not looked interested for the last, um, for the last well, pretty much this season. Obviously, he's came back. He was he was injured, and then he's came back. Interested, has he? I mean, obviously he's he's got Kolak there as well as well. But I'm interested to see what happens with him, and I'm also interested to see what happens with Kolak um, as well in there because he was. Gio's guy, you know, he was fit, he was playing pretty much with reception in a few games, but Polak's a goal scorer. He doesn't really provide you much else, you know, he's not like a player that can, like, like Morelos comes and goes deep for the ball and, you know, does things like that. He is a, he's a goal scorer. You get the ball in the box, around about the six-yard box, and he's got a 10 put it away. So I'm interested to see what he does with that, that side of things as well, and just getting a wee arm on some of the players, like you said, could would be the world of difference. I, I I wouldn't be surprised. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't fall off my chair if, if we find that we're we're playing two up top. Um I I know he was the you know the two inside tens and, and all that sort of wanky shit that, that you know that people would rabbit on about when they was here the first time. But I, I wouldn't be surprised to see him go two up top. Now for me there's one right answer about what, what any new manager should do with Morelos and that's tell him to pack his bags and, and, and trot right on. Um, as far as I'm concerned, they can go in January. Um, and I don't care if he comes back and scores 30 goals in the second half of the season. He's got to go in the summer. Got to go in the summer. No, no ifs or buts for me. Get him to fuck. I, I'm, I'm totally done. Wash my hands fully with Morelos. But if he can get, if he can get a tune at Kent, I don't know. Uh, I think he's the of all of the ones that are out of contract. I think Kent's the most salvageable. But. Um, I, I don't know. I think Bill might just be that key that, that gets him back playing something like what he can and looking like a threat again. To be fair, he can't. He had kind of turned. It looked started to look half decent in spells in the last few games. It looked like he was starting to just come alive a wee bit at times. Um, so hopefully Bill can nurture that and, and get it coming more and more and more. And there's definitely a, a, a very talented player in there. That's just. I don't know, man. He's he's been he's been missing. He's been away looking for a one-eyed Willie or something like that. Do you know what I mean? Fucking doing the Goonies shift. I don't know where he's been. <laughs> you know, it's quite interesting seeing that with Tilt Front because when Bill was at when he was QPR, obviously for those games he usually just played one up top and the you know the sort of two wingers and a and a ten and the other way that we sort of played it. So he played that like Landon Dykes, you know, the Scotland international. He played him. Aye. Did he go four two three one? Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they did, yeah. Um, a majority of the time, I may, be, I may be wrong, but I'm sure that's what they've done. When I've seen them, any time I've seen them play, I watched them at the start of the season a couple of times. Uh-huh. Um, just to, you know, sort of look at from Michael Beal and see what he was, what he was doing. Because um, obviously we, you know, we had a soft spot for him because, during, because he's connecting with Rangers and just how well he spoke about Rangers uh-huh. um, as well. You know, so always, always get to know. they played one up front. I just get this feeling that he's going to come back a wee bit more pragmatic than that. Than the, I'd like to see that. Because uh, the, the dogma was a problem, you know? Yeah, definitely. You know, Gerard would never Gerard would never switch to the... He was always, you know, the 
that that sort of formation with the sort of three sort of tens almost in there and you know shift them out a wee bit wide. But I know the thing that Gerard really done during that time. He went three at the back one game and then stopped it after about twenty minutes because it was coaching. Um, I remember that, he was that, that shifting was the back three. It was like he'd Hollander in the middle and Katic as the left centre half. And then he's like, oh, yeah. no, wait a minute. This is the working Katic. You go to the right centre half, Goldson, you're on the left. It was like pure, you know, what, what, watch the black one, you know, the, with the cards. Do, 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 do. Yeah. You shift the cards a bit. Tell me, where's the, where's, where's the black one with two reds? And that? it was like that, man, just chopping about all the shop. So I, I, I don't know. I, I, I just get this feeling that Bill's going to be a wee bit more pragmatic than, than, than Gerard was. and and Gio seemed to be at the end. Yeah. Hopefully. I, I'd definitely like to, like to see that, because obviously at the time as well, we were, Gerard was, uh, sorry, Morelos was fit sitting on the bench, and we were screaming, loads of fans were screaming, but put, play the two of them up front, let's see what happens, and he, he never really gave that a chance, you know, he, you know, he'd done it maybe, he'd bring Morelos off the bench a couple of times, but, you know, when the two of them were up front themselves, but usually when we were trying to, try to salvage a point or, Try try win the game and it never ever it never worked um, because obviously they were only one for about ten fifteen minutes together you know give him a chance give him a couple of games ah uh, he, he did that he, he was asked repeatedly and he was like nah what a stupid suggestion and then when we were doing a hole we were just thrown on all the forwards and and it was yeah. like panic stations right stick Alfie up with 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 Cholak that that was it do you know what I mean it was it was like you say he never really done it never gave it a chance. But when he was panicking and needed a goal, he would throw in as many attackers as he could get, really, which um, is, 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 is it's like it's hope. It's not a strategy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm, 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 I'm really intrigued to see, to see what happens. To see what happens next. And I'm sure, I'm sure you are as well. You know, obviously, he might not be the most popular choice in the world for everybody. But... Um, Let's say everybody's going to back him, regardless. Um, you know if he's if people don't think he's a man or not for it. Um, Aye, I, I think you know we back we back Gio, and I think be, you know it was similar. We like Gio because of you know he was a player and what he done with us, and it's going to be the same for Bill. You know we all like Bill because what he what he accomplished here, and you know like I said last last week when we when we were when we were talking about that he's he won one trophy out of nine, but. It was the most important one um, in there, so it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's going to be really, really, it's going to be really interesting to see, to see how it all pans out. Aye, no, definitely. I, mean, I think it's it is a, like you say, everybody backs him. Let's let's just look forward to it and and see what he does. Give give him a fair chance, and I think that's that's another key point that you know if if anybody's expecting him to come in and. Going a going one every game between now and the end of the season and, and do a treble, that's probably unrealistic. You know, we, we probably are looking at um kinda like when when Eck took over for the advocate, we're, we're maybe in that realm. Go and compete for the cups one hundred percent, but maybe, you know, for domestic domination and, and really going and challenging over a thirty thirty eight game league campaign, it's maybe a case of, you know, use January Use use the players you've got, suss it all out, uh, and and get get ready to do good business in the summer and and properly go next season. I'm not saying that I'm conceding the league by by no means, but I think we just need to be realistic to say it's going to be a tough ask and expecting them to just work miracles and come in overnight and win every single game, which is probably what we're looking at. It's going to be a, a real tough ask and it will be something really really special. Yeah, one of the things I see is that see is happening is I don't see is getting beat 
against Celtic the way that we have under Geo. I definitely don't see that. I see as being a bit more, you know, sort of fight and dogged compared to, you know, the way that we sort of bent over and took it with, with Geo. Um, so I see, I, I see that changing a wee bit. Do you see? Do you, do you agree with me with that, or do you think that's, or are you just going to wait and see? Well, I would say, I mean, if we need to wait and see, is is the is the kind of logical cold answer. But we've seen nothing from anything Beal's done to suggest that he's going to put a team out in the park that's that's going to play like that and accept it. You know, it, maybe, probably you could have said the same about Geo, but for Beal's time at Rangers. Rangers never did that, you know, and I, I don't. I think he's got enough experience of going to Parkhead and and winning and competing with him in every single old firm game. We never, we never got um, maybe one under Gerard the two 0 at Ibrox um, where he picked yeah. the wrong team. That's probably the only game where you've you've said we were never really in that, um, you know, and, and we got a bit silly and desperate. It, it spells the rest of the old firm games, win, lose or draw, we were a better team under Gerard. I, 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 I'll I'll stand by that. I think every single game, maybe the maybe the first one, the one 0 against Ufa, we just it was just we just went out to defend and, and not get beat. Um, I, I think by and large we were we were a better team. We were comfortable. We were never never played off the park. Never looked like we were men against boys or, or anything like that. Never gave up for a second. Um, apart from maybe Jordan Jones when he just volleyed that guy and get sent off. Um, that's probably about it. But nobody else ever gave up um, under under Gerard or, or Beal. So no, I think I think we would see we should see an improvement there. Let's be honest, another one in them is not acceptable. And if that is, if we do see another one in them, then you need to just take every single person in the squad and sell them in the summer and start again. You know what I mean? Like it's just not acceptable. We can't have it. Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Totally agree with you there as well. But I, it's 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 shaping up to you know it's going to be. I'm 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 actually I was sort of. Dreading it getting back, um, you know, the the Hibs game and it was even the friendly in the tens, you know, starting back, starting back, uh, watching, you know, after being away for five weeks, starting back the week before Christmas, didn't it? Didn't it really fill me with a lot of, you know, excitement because you know it's going to be fucking freezing, you know, we're on a, we were playing terrible football, but now I'm like, ah, it's Christmas, we've got a new manager in, we'll be maybe playing a bit different, let's bring it on and see. I'm a bit more optimistic now than what I. What it was, um, he's, he's got a bit of time, you know. Like we said, hopefully get some players back that's maybe outside his control, but certainly get the players that are available, whoever they might be, get them a bit fitter than they've been in the first half of the year. And he's coming in at a spell where if he does want to do some stuff on the training pitch, then then he can. Again, missing a lot of bodies makes that far from ideal and and less than effective, especially as you start to get bodies back after you've just coached them in a different way. You know what I mean? That they've, they've no prepped for, but. You know he's got a, he's got a couple of weeks to go and do something which is is better than you often get. I mean, like with Gio got, do you know what I mean? He got he got nothing. He got handed a team that got spanked and no showed in the cup semi final and was like, right, you need to go and win by two goals in Europe, otherwise you're you're in deep stuck. You know what I mean? So um, and and two days or three days or whatever it was. So you know, Bill's got a wee bit of time. So hopefully. Um, he, he can do something and, and like you say just reinvigorate and give us that wee early Christmas present you know make, make the new manager uh, uh, part, part of everybody's part uh, everybody's Christmas gift Aye, exactly so so I think we've pretty much talked all we can about him you know in the room because obviously we've only had he's only he only got announced earlier on today um, but if I had to ask you Keith for one word to sum up how you're feeling about it right now what would it be 
Oh, I don't want to answer that. We're on we're on a positive note. Can we just? Uh, um, yeah. Well, well, let's go for. Um, I, I don't know. Supportive of of the manager himself. I don't know. That's about as positive yeah. as it's going to get. I don't. I don't yeah. want to bring it down. What about yeah. you? What's your word? Uh, I think I could guess. Um, but what's yours? Optimistic. I would say. Um, I was either optimistic or excited. Um, ah, I thought you were going to go excited. If I'm being honest, yeah. that's what I thought you would go yeah. for. Um, I I think I'm optimistic about it, and you know, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does. Um, and then I guess maybe you know what we're going to be talking about this in a couple of weeks' time. You know, we'll be talking about you know the way that he lines up, his tactics, and we can we can sort of see a clear vision after a couple of games in there. We can see what he's what he's trying to do. You know, it's going to be interesting to see with you know bringing in the young, you know, some of the young guys in there. You know, like Charlie McCann, Leon King, Lowry. Mm-hmm. Paul says because I know that Lowry sort of fell away under Geo there because he's, Geo says he wasn't implementing himself enough. But maybe someone like that is he going to get? You know, is he going to get a turn out of? Seems like Kamara fell off, and Kamara was one of the guys. You know, when I'm um, always keeping back to Gerard because he was part of that coaching staff, but he was one of the main. He was one of the main starters in there all the time. So it's going to be interesting, definitely see what you see what happens. There's a lot of boys out there who in that squad who have not been played the best football the last six months or since he started. So he's got a big job in his hands, a really big job in his hands to get his back up. And like you said, I think what was a perfect example when you were saying about. Um, about the McLeese sort of comparison, you know, get a cup under our belts, you know, and you know, try and see if we can beat them a couple of times in the league, and then next season we start afresh. And it is well fair enough, we may not win the league. I think they're all sort of accepting that, you know, it's a massive, it's a massive task that he's got to do with being nine points behind. But you know, if we can give them a wee fright along the way, and you know, get a couple of cups in there, I think that's a, I think that's a bare minimum task for them. I, I think that's it. It's going. Go and win a, at least one cup and definitely beat them and show no fear. We're we're back to we're back to competing and beating them. Um, you know that I think that that was that was kind of the I would imagine the McLeish mandate back then, and it, I, I think it is it is probably a, a similar a similar s- storyline here. But listen, see if he goes in. He's got a fast start. There's a lot of games. There's a lot of tough games. See if he goes on a run in these first five games like he did at QPR. You know, he had a good start. Including beating Celtic on the second, and you find yourself, you, you know, inside five games, you've made three points or more. If we go and win those five games, and Celtic drop somewhere else, do you know what I mean? Like it, it, all of a sudden, you could steal the momentum, and they might just go, "Oh, wait a minute, here." You, you never know. You never know. Yeah. Um, that's all he's got to do is just go and ask the questions. That's that's the most he can do at this point, I would say. Exactly. Exactly. So, just going back before we finish, the supportive and optimistic are the words that we would. We would use for, for going ahead with us. Aye, aye. Listen, I mean, there's, yeah. there's, there's no, there's no. I think we said this the last time. There's no perfect candidate. You know, whoever we got, it was going to be a risk. So any trepidation that I've got or you've got or anybody's got, we, we were always going to have that. You know, like unfortunately, we, we joked about this when you know some of the names were getting bandied a bit. Unfortunately, Pep just signed that two-year extension at City, so you know that that scuppered that plan. But apart from yeah. like a Pep or a Klopp or something, you know, we we were going to be in the in the realms of t- taking a bit of a risk and dice would have been a risk. Everybody that was mentioned was a risk, so you know, Bill's no any different. So let's say, like you say, supportive, optimistic. Um, dare we say it? A little excited, certainly on your side. Good stuff. Yeah. Let's see what he's got. Give the guy a chance and get behind him and his team. Exactly, exactly. And that's a good place to. 
think that's a good place to finish it, mate. So, I like I said, Michael Beale today got announced as the 18th manager um, of Rangers Football Club in the history. So, I is um, let's charge on with this and you know all aboard the was it the Geo train the last time. Let's get aboard the Beale bus. <laughs> the Beale mobile. Right, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's even worse, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, as always, thanks for your time. Thank you, everybody who listens, and stay safe and come on the cheers. All right, cheers, mate. Speak soon.